What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Millmas. This is episode 23. My name is Sherison. My name is Asher. And we're here today to talk about a lot of uh, new ideas and things in the news. But uh, first off, how are you doing, Asher? Ah, doing all right. You know, the sun is killing us out here right now. <laughs> Usually yeah, I'm one to go out and play basketball and stuff like that. But like, literally, I've been avoiding to like play outside because... It's just you run around for a couple of minutes and you're sweating and you're, the sun's just killing you and stuff. So I've just been trying to do my stuff indoors for the last few days. How about you? Yeah, man. Same, same. I've been melting in this heat, but um, I, I'm trying to make the most of it. I kind of set up like a mini gym in my garage with like whatever I had lying around. Um, and, and it works because I'm like, I can work out in the heat and get the sweat going without having all of the, like the sun rain down on me. You know what I mean? That's facts. Cause literally we're doing the exact same thing at my house. Like we just bought like a boxing stand that's supposed to arrive tomorrow. Nice. So hopefully we're going to be able to use that. And we have like boxing gloves and stuff and they're just going to work out in the garage. And yeah, same thing like you. Dude, hype. Yeah, I got a boxing bag in there and now I'm like, oh, do I want a heavy bag? I like to practice some kicks and stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah, but today we want to talk about uh, a new topic that's I don't want to say a new topic, but something that's been uh, kind of flowing around in the news. This is the idea of an open relationship. And so obviously uh, the big hype is around some of the uh, celebrities talking about this. Uh, this is surrounding the news of uh, Will and Jada having um, some stories, which we'll get to later on in the segment today. But first, we just want to explore the topic of an open relationship. So uh, first, I'll ask off. I'll ask you, Ash, for here. Um, have you? Is this something that you've uh, heard of? Is this something that is common to you? Is it something that is? Um, I don't know. Is, is it something that's just you know you've considered or anything like that? Would you consider it mainstream? Um, my response to the whole open relationship thing is. I actually don't know anyone personally that is in an open relationship. I haven't met, you know, um, I have never been in one myself. I understand what the idea of having an open relationship is. Maybe there's more to it, but it's literally you are committed to someone, but at the same time you are opening yourself or each other sexually to other people, right? So you're in a committed relationship with one person, but at the same time, you know, you both think that having sex with other people is okay. That's the idea of an open relationship, right? Right, right, right. So I'm just looking <clears> at the <throat> definition here. Um, an open relationship, uh, also known as a non-exclusive relationship, is an intimate relationship that is sexually non-monogamous. So yeah. um, you're emotionally monogamous with one person and you're attached to that person, but um, you're, you're open to have uh, other sexual partners and have that freedom, which sounds like a win-win. But there's a lot yeah. of stuff. So let's try and- stuff. Let's try and dissect this a little bit, right? So obviously, being in an open relationship isn't something that like a lot of people condone, right? Like, but I think there's reasons to why somebody would be put in that position or somebody would want that. Most people, obviously, you know, we when you're dating someone, if you hook up with somebody else and you're cheating, right? If you're married, obviously, the idea is that you're supposed to just sleep with your wife and or husband and nobody else. Um... And the idea of open relationships to me is like, I don't know how to explain. <laughs> There's many different things that are going through my head, but I want to like tackle it in one, one way, shape or form. So first part is the type of person you are, obviously, right? 
um, and your circumstances. If you're a celebrity, if you're somebody that travels a lot, the nature of your work, then like relationships may be difficult for you, right? Like right. I can only imagine what like uh, Ariana Grande or like The Weeknd or Beyonce and like all these people that like are doing global tours, like for a year, they'll be traveling the world, going from place to place. They may not be with their partners, actors, same thing. And those people, you know, I'm not saying that like you can't be committed to a person, even though you're traveling the world. There's many people out there that do not live with their husband or their wife for an extended period of time and they don't cheat, right? They're committed to that one person and they, they love that one person and it is what it is. But um, right. some of these people that are put in these positions and especially if they're, um, they're dating or, you know, with somebody that has the same lifestyle as them, they can kind of understand what they're going through on a, you know, daily basis or weekly basis or whatever. So from that argument, I can see why somebody would want an open relationship, right? Because you're saying, hey, this is somebody that I see with myself for whatever the rest of my life or, you know, in the future. But at the same time, right now I do have needs. This person is not close to me. It's long distance. I don't know, I guess we're going to see each other later in the year, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe you have kids with this one person. So you see like an invested future with them. So I don't know. Everybody has like their reasons to why like an open relationship would work. But to me, those are some ways in which I can see it happening. For sure. Yeah. And, and I, I want to be the devil's advocate here uh, to all those points that you just laid out. So yeah. obviously, I think it's it's definitely much more um it's much more common for people who are probably busier than most. Uh, and like you mentioned, like if you're traveling around and stuff like that, like it's going to be hard to maintain certain relationships. Um, and so if you can come to an agreement with your partner to say, Hey, when we're not physically together, um, I'm going to be physical with someone else. That's power to you. I think the arguments on that side um, or opposing this is to say, Hey, if you're not going to see each other, uh, if you're not going to see be in the presence of each other, um, I don't know. Try something virtual. I don't know. Have some fun through webcam, or you know, tune into porn or something. Like you know, there 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 are multiple. I mean, l- listen, we're in the pandemic and we've shut everything down from a physical standpoint. So like, people have managed to do things virtually, and I get it. It's not the same thing. Don't. <laughs> it's, I'm not advocating for it. I'm just being the messenger here and and providing all the points. Um, yeah, don't cheat. Just sex to him or sex, sex to her, yeah. and you know, <laughs> send some pictures. <laughs> right? That should solve the problem. <laughs> uh, is that is that is that going to be enough for you for four months of quarantine? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not speaking for myself. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think uh, th- there's there's definitely obviously an open. Um, there's a possibility for it. And obviously there's a lot of people who are are, uh, in these relationships and they're making it work. And so I think the first thing that we need to consider is the emotional aspect. And you touched on that to say, think about what kind of person you are. Um, So if you're the type of person that wants to be heavily emotional in a relationship um, and, and you kind of lead with your heart and you kind of lead with um, however you're feeling I think that's going to be a tough place for you to find that kind of agreement. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, You you need to have a a sense of detachment from that perspective, which is weird to say, because I think in a relationship, you want to be emotionally involved. Where do you find that line? You know? Yeah. um, 
honestly, I think the further in time that we go, the more the idea of open relationships will become more common. This is just my opinion for multiple right. reasons. Reason number one, um, for religious purposes, like there's a lot of people that aren't as religious these days as they were back in the day. This is just my opinion. I'm not speaking from facts. Um, and I feel like I'm not saying that marriage is based on religion. There's people that get married and, you know, have nothing to do with religion and stuff like that. But I do feel like there are some people um, in the future that are not going to, that are going to be willing to entertain the idea of open relationships. I don't know if you guys can see my, I don't want to dive deep into that, but I don't know if you get my logic with where I'm going there. Right. (laughs) Um, It is, it is very hard to link the two, but like in my head, it kind of makes sense what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And then the second thing I was going to say is um, divorce rates. Right. So, I'm not quite sure what the actual number is. We can look it up. But last time I heard, divorce rates continue to increase as well, right? We're talking about like literally 40% of marriages are failing. I'll look up this stat later on in this podcast just to confirm. Like in Canada, yeah. at least, of new marriages are failing. So if, 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 let's just say, the reason for the divorces taking place is cheating, if you and your partner have already decided that, hey, you know, the idea of us having other partners, even though we're in a committed relationship is okay. Maybe the, the, the marriage, the divorce rates wouldn't be so high. You get what I'm trying to say? I'm just trying to think from a different perspective here and everything that I'm saying like right now is I'm not saying this is what people should do. I'm just trying to think outside the box as to why some of these things are taking place or, you know, why people are considering these options of open relationships and stuff like that. And another thing I wanted to say is social media, right? We live in this Tinder, Bumble, whatever, hinge world where you have so many options compared to the options that you had in the past, right? If you literally wanted to get intimate with someone like, and you're a good looking person, it's like never been easier. It's like been the easiest it's ever been, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so obviously that comes with people having to be more committed to a person just so that they don't fall into those traps. So these are some of the things that like I see um, as reasons why, you know, open relationships may become more of a thing in the future. Do you get know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Um, and, and, and there's a couple of things there that I wanted to uh, kind of just kind of speak to as well. Like, I feel like to the stats, I think it's generally accepted that half of all marriages end in divorce. I, I think that's like the stat. And that stat has been consistent for like the past 10 years or so. 50% of marriages end in divorce. And maybe that's a US uh, survey, but um, that's kind of like the North American uh, accepted uh, stat, 50%. So I'm saying like, that is a clear indication that, you know, it's tough to pick someone that, it, it, I shouldn't say pick someone, but it's tough to look at someone and say, hey, we're going to be together forever for the rest of our lives through everything and everything that happens to us moving forward. And like, that is a really tough statement, right? Sorry, before you continue, I just looked up the stats. So literally I just Googled divorce rates in Canada and it says divorce rate in Canada. It's 40%, 40% of marriages end in divorce. And this is from a website called collaborative divorce, bc.com. So I don't yeah. know if this was trustworthy source, but still, like it goes to show you how high of a number the divorce rates are right now. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Like that that's a 
that's essentially a coin toss. <laughs> like you have a 50, you know, 50 chance of yeah. your relationship ending in divorce. So I, I think it, it's important to, to, I think it's important to step back and look at the concept of uh, being in a committed monogamous relationship for the rest of your life. Um, in that exploring where that idea came from. Right. And I think inherently um, as mammals and from a scientific background and before people obscure me, I do not have a science background, but I've done my research in understanding human behavior and understanding uh, mammalian behavior. So it's kind of like, it's a sense of comfort and a sense of safety and a sense of consistency, right? Humans are creatures of habit. We want to be able to rely on something. We want to be able to depend on something. So um, you don't want to be in a position or for the most part, people don't want to be in a position where they're constantly trying to find a mate. Um, and, and you would want to eventually settle down. You have that comfort, you have that system around you, you can start a family and so on and so forth. Right. And it's like, you want to continue, uh, uh, your lineage and you want to reproduce and it's all built in to our psyche from, uh, from a science standpoint that we want that sense of comfort. But I think we take away from the other aspect in that over the course of your life, you're going to learn and grow and change endlessly, right? And that's a point. You want to continuously improve. You want to continuously learn and you want to continuously adapt. And that's part of life. That's the only way you can get through life, learn and adapt and grow. So it's hard to, it's tough to say that like, hey, this is someone that you want to be with for the rest of your life because it's like 10 years down the road if you if you fundamentally change some of your opinions and that they're going to start clashing with this person then what are you going to do then right right um i was also going to say one thing um one thing that's different about our generation or maybe millennials or gen gen z is that, is that the next generation <laughs> yeah I would say um, too. yeah gen z is um there's also like a, a change in mentality, right? So you hear a lot of people saying like, oh, I don't see myself getting married till like later in my 30s or having kids till later in their 30s. And, you know, people focus on their career more. People um, don't want to have kids till they're, they're, they're older and they want to travel the world and do all that type of stuff. So that can also lead to the promotion of like open relationships because then you kind of just like, well, I don't really see this type of lifestyle for me for a long time. And so yeah. maybe the person that you're with you may not think I'm going to marry this person, but like maybe I still want to have my fun and do this and that. And yeah, you're trying to say you can see how like logic would lead you to, down that road. For sure. For sure. And to that point, especially with social media and you touched on all that, um, I think there's an aspect of like we're so ingrained with the idea of choice and the idea of abundance now because it's so up in our face because back in the day, it's like, who are you going to meet? You're going to meet whoever you saw in, in your town or your city and uh, in your neighborhood. Right. But now with technology and, and, and the globalization and the connection that we have through internet, you can meet someone across the world. So it's like, we have that sense of like, there's always someone like I can find someone like there's plenty of fish in the sea. And now you have access to that sea. Right. So, and there literally is a website called plenty of fish, which is a dating <laughs> website. I don't know if you know of it, but <laughs> just add to your it. point. I love it. <laughs> They were, they were thinking ahead, man. They know. So uh, this is uh, whatever. I'm going to say it anyways. Uh, there's porn stars, right, that are married. And to mm -hmm. me, this is a very interesting concept because it's like these 
porn stars don't just sleep with one person like they sleep with multiple people because that's their line of work right multiple multiple uh, multiple people. multiple people <laughs> but they are in a committed relationship outside of their job and to me that when i heard about this i'm just say wow like that's extremely complicated because it's like i wonder how they balance that like how do you say hey i'm going to work honey and you know what type of work she does and it's like okay enjoy <laughs> And she comes back home and, you know, she loves you still and, you know, or he loves you. It's not just women, you know, it goes both ways. Sure. Um, so to me, that dynamic is like super, super, not confusing, but super interesting to me because it's kind of going with the whole open relationship idea. It's like, hey, I love this person. This person's my wife or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, husband. But, you know, they're out there doing their thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and I like that. That's a whole new twist, right? Like we were only discussing the side where it's like you come to an agreement with someone that, hey, we're we are emotionally attached, but physically we can be attached to other people. But this is kind of like this is my job. It's 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 just what I have to do. Yeah, and um, literally, they I heard that literally they would get angry if like let's just say we're talking about porn stars here, for example, they would get angry if somebody would let's just say one porn star would sleep with someone that was not related to work. They would, right. they would consider that cheating okay. versus them going to work to do what they have to do. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Right. 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 So it's like so, if it's someone in the same line of work, it's work. Yeah, but, exactly. But if it's not in the line of work, then you're cheating on me. <laughs> what if, what if, like, what if you're a porn star and you meet another porn star and you actually have an attraction to this person, like you start liking that person is right? it but you're so work involved so like now is it a gray area no because if you're both working and you're doing what you do then that's fine but if either of them were to go outside of work and do something without the partner's consent then it's a problem right but what i'm saying is that person that you're working with what if you start developing more than just a working relationship with them like like you know what i mean mm, like you're saying there has to be no feelings attached with the people on set right yeah ah. like I don't know. I I don't know. And maybe we can uh, maybe we can explore a conversation with uh, a porn star on on this podcast just to see. Yeah, their, if their you guys, anybody you know one, like shoot them our way. We would love to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> but so on that note, like I want to ask you: Do you think it's possible to separate, or at least, I mean, I'll ask you from your perspective and your experiences: Would you be able to separate um, your emotional and physical needs to that extent? I think me, no, I, to me, there's something to be said for, you know, the idea of being in a committed relationship or being married, um, having a dual income, you know, having a mother father relationship in your family when you have kids involved and stuff like that. So um, obviously we're in a changing world where there's plenty of people that grow up fine that didn't grow up in that system. But to me, I like that system. That's what I grew up in. That's what I know. And that's what I understand. So not even due to external factors of family pressure or friends or whatever, I just wouldn't be able to, to, you know, 
distance myself from that idea to say that oh it's okay if my partner is hooking up with somebody else as long as we both love each other like yeah that's not me (laughs) you know um and everybody has their selfish needs everybody thinks like oh you get bored of this one partner you're with and you think like oh then it would be exciting if i did this with this other person like everybody has those thoughts but at the end of the day like if you want to not be part of that 40% statistic, then you're going to have to try your best to make sure that you're being faithful and, you know, being a good partner. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say one last thing and then I'll flip the question back to you. Have you seen the Bill Burr clip where he's talking about divorce? No. So Bill Burr is a comedian that anybody that doesn't know, he's talking about divorce and he was saying how the divorce rates are so high. So like I said, 40% in Canada, in America, maybe 50% or whatever, but he said it was like more than 50%. I can't remember the number he actually said, but the joke was, is just like, dude, why do people keep getting married? It's like, if you went skydiving and somebody told you like, hey, you have like a 60% chance of like splatting your face on the ground, right? Then would you go skydiving? <laughs> and then people would be like, hell no. And then he's like, why do people still keep getting married? He's like, is this the line over here that I have a 50-50 chance of losing all my shit? Okay, then we join that line. And so just like his logic on how he was talking about marriage is pretty funny. And uh, yeah, it's a jokes clip. I love it. I love it. I, I do remember. I do remember hearing about it. I just didn't remember it in the moment. But um, yeah, comedians have great takes on it. And I think yeah. just to plug in another one, I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, hopefully I'm not butchering this, but I'm pretty sure it was, it was Russell Peters who was talking about marriage. Um, and in his bit, he was kind of like, it's a little weird when you think about it, when you approach someone and you say, hey, I love you so much that I want to be with you forever and get the government involved and have an official contract. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> it's like yeah when you, true. when you think of it like that it's wild but yeah man it's when you look at the nuts and bolts of it i agree with bill burr it's like the facts are the facts and if you're looking at 40 percent, like you wouldn't take those odds in uh, any other situation so I, I yeah like marriage scares me dude <laughs> the idea <laughs> of it just scares me like who knows obviously like i said i'm 26 so um i may be a different person in a few years and you know but a lot of people that I are married would tell me, dude, don't get married. <laughs> so I'm like, should I take their advice or I don't know, but I'm going to flip that question. You asked me back to you. So uh, would you be able to emotionally separate yourself from a relationship um, in terms of the open relationship idea? I am becoming more and more open to the idea of an open relationship. And so I think in my earlier days, uh, when I was younger, when I first started dating, I was very, very like against the idea of that. Cause I was like, that's blatant cheating. What are you talking about? Um, but I think throughout my experiences in relationships and throughout, uh, I don't know how to say this. Like, is it, I was going to be like, you know how you would say throughout your career of experiences of various places, but like, how do you, what's the throughout terminology? Your relationship history. There we go. All right. It's a uh, Sunday morning, guys. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so through that, throughout my relationship history, I feel like I've changed so much in terms of um, learning how to work in a relationship, learning how to uh, be committed and re- reciprocate emotions and, and needs and things like that with the person that you're with. And I've learned so much along that way to understand that like people learn and grow and people are on like constantly changing. So I've come to the point where I'm like, 
I'm still iffy about it, but if the opportunity presented itself um, and we can get to an understanding uh, with this potential partner that, I'd, that I'm talking about, uh, if you can get to an understanding of like what is okay and what is not and where that line is, that's hard. It's really hard to get to that. But if we can have a conversation and, and draw that line, I think I would give it a try, man. I don't know if it's because I'm a selfish person um, <laughs> and the idea of me having a partner being with other people is just like, mm, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know if that's me, you know what I'm saying? But the, totally I didn't, the, but the, the flip side is, is like, I can understand why people would be on the other side too. Like I, I get it. I understand why that might be appealing for both sides, but I think it comes down to, what works for you right right like i'm not in a position to judge someone and say why would you do that or why would you accept that but i'm not in their shoes so why does my opinion matter right so if both of you have the same mentality and you both think the same way and you both think this is going to be good for the both of you you know you feel like it's going to be a healthy decision for both of you and somehow you know you are both able to get along i mean there's people that are like doing this all the time swingers involved as well you know there's people that are leading relationships and hook up with other people knowingly and willingly together you know so (laughs) um yeah at the end of the day it just depends on who you are and hopefully you can find a partner that's in the same wavelength as you and then at the end of the day as long as you're happy then that's what matters right let me ask you a question that might get you in trouble um (laughs) (laughs) i completely understand your point where you're like i uh I don't like the idea of my partner being with someone else. So let me ask you this. What if you only had it one way? So what if you had a partner who said, I'm not going to be with anyone physically, but I'm open to the idea of you being with other people physically. What do you say to that? (laughs) Would that work for you in there? It's kind of like an open relationship, Uh, but a one-sided open relationship. uh, The thing is, I want to say yes, but like, I may say no. The only reason why is because if I'm okay with the idea of me being in an open relationship and she's not, and she's totally okay with it, I just don't know if I'll be able to continue having that level of attraction to my partner. Meaning like if, if my partner is like, Oh yeah, it's okay. If you go and do your thing, like I may end up like getting attracted more to the other people than I was with my current partner. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Very like, good point. That's something that could happen. But who knows? Maybe that wouldn't happen because I'm like, man, this person's for me. Maybe she's the mother of my children. I don't know. But I'm just saying that that's, that's something that could happen. Very, very good point. Um, I didn't even think of it like that. So I, I like that. That's a good rebuttal. Yeah. So I get it. I think uh, it's a very subjective topic. Um, and some people make it work and some people don't. And what's your answer um, to your own question? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't consider what you had said um, in the sense that like you might just kind of stray off too much and develop feelings to someone else. So I didn't consider that, but it sounds like a win-win to me. So I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be lying if I say no. But I don't blame you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, it, it, you have to be a, a strong-minded person and you have to have a, a strong relationship to even uh, bring that conversation up and give it a try. Um, so, but I think you can definitely make it work. And we have plenty of examples of people who have been at work. One of my favorites is uh, Lou Williams. I think he plays for the Clippers now. He used to be a journeyman and kind of jumped around, but he did play for the Raptors. 
and when he did uh, it came it came out that he actually has two girlfriends and um, he's been managing that relationship I'm pretty sure he's broken he's broken up with one of them now um, I might be I'm not sure but at the time while he played for us he he had two girls and uh, even Drake even put a song out about it so <laughs> there's a there's a famous example of that but we want to get to more famous examples of this uh, this idea or this concept. Before I switch to that, did you have any other uh, points on this topic? No, I said, you know, obviously the government doesn't allow uh, polygamy. I think that's what it is when you marry more than one person. So if you, before you decide to get married, if you want to have multiple girlfriends and the girls are okay with that, like obviously he's an NBA player, so he travels a lot. Right, he's right. one one week is in this city, next week is in that city, and blah blah blah. And if he's got girlfriends in different cities, then good for him. But <laughs> um, it's one of those things, like we said earlier in the podcast, depends on who you are and like your lifestyle and the way you think. Right? If those girls are okay with it, he's okay with it. That's fine with me. Right? Win win. Yeah, everyone wins. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to pivot into our uh, our favorite segments which is the hot takes where we want to talk about um where open relationships may go bad and in the news recently we've been uh, hearing headlines uh, about some famous celebrity couples um and we're going to get to that in about 10 seconds right after this all right and we are back uh, for our hot take segments and this is pivoting off of our open relationship conversation and we want to switch um, and expand on this with an example that's been in the news lately. And it might not even be an open relationship, but it, it spurred the conversation around this topic. But we want to get to Will and Jada. So, Asher, I know you've done extensive research and reading <laughs> and, and, and textbook uh, references with this. So um, do you want to give us a little rundown with what's going on between Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith? Yeah, so... My understanding is that um, there's a singer or rapper. His name is August Alcina. Alcina. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, we'll just call him August. So August, I didn't know of him until this whole situation, right? (laughs) He's 27 years old. Um, He was, he had an interview where he was talking about how he loved Jada and that he had a romantic relationship with Jada, an intimate relationship with Jada, and that Will Smith had given his blessing in order for him to do that, right? Jada is... So, anyways, I was going to say something, but I'm going to wait to say it later. <laughs> later. I love it. I love so, um, Jada came out and said, like, whoa, like, no, Will Smith didn't give his blessing on this. And then some people are like, wait, what? Like, you didn't quite deny it, but you said Will Smith didn't give any blessing. Right. Right. So anyways, Jade ended up tweeting being like, oh, you know, I have some healing I need to do. So I'm going to go to the red table and I'm going to talk. Right. So she went to the red table and Will Smith was there as well. So they're both sitting at the table and she's talking about, you know, their marriage and how things have been over the last three or four years. Um, she admits that what August was talking about was true. And apparently it started when August wasn't feeling well. And she said that, you know, she used to take care of him. um, And she had some stuff from her childhood where she felt that she felt like helping people made her feel happier. So 
the fact that she was helping August when he was sick made her feel like a better person. But at the same time, when this was all taking place is when Will and Jada were having issues in their marriage and they were pretty much separated at that point in time. Now, apparently it went from just helping this kid to becoming friends into a romantic relationship, but Jada didn't call it cheating. She called it an entanglement. And that's what people have been talking about online saying entanglement, entanglement. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, it's interesting because, you know, is it cheating because they were separated, even though they weren't divorced at the time? Will said that, you know, he had not, he'd had at that point in time, he didn't want anything to do with her. But obviously, they are back together and the marriage is solid, according to them. So this is what the everybody's been talking about online. And there's been a lot of memes of like Will Smith crying, or like, you know, mixing it with like the stuff from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It was like, how come yep. she don't want me, man? <laughs> For the record, that was a heartbreaking scene in Fresh Prince. And I yeah. hate that they've made it into a meme now. Yeah, I know. So there's been a lot of stuff that's been going around on the internet right now. And um yeah, what what's what's your 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 thoughts on this topic? I oh man, I don't even know where to start with this. Um, I have a lot of points. I have a few points that I kind of want to single out here. So first off, I think um, the whole entanglement idea, <laughs> like that terminology. I know a lot of people are giving her flack for this they were on a break and I, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of friends. I don't know if you're a fan of friends, Asher. Mm-hmm. I am. So, so when Ross and uh, is saying we were on a break, I was on a slide. I was like, yeah, you were on a break and you're entitled to do whatever you want on that break. So I can't talk. I can't talk shit about Jada in that sense. They were on a break and she did what she did. It is what it is. And I'm hundred percent positive. Will Smith was doing some stuff too. So that's my first point on that. Let her say whatever terminology she wants um, because it, it's, it's obviously understood that uh, they were on a break. Second off, I think it's a little weird and creepy. Um, the fact that August uh, is a friend of their son and he brought them over to their house. as like a guest and like they would hang around and that's how they started coming. So it's kind of mm, like you bring so that's your- how he came in the circle. Right. It's kind of like, that's a little weird. It's like you bring your friend around your house and then now it's like, oh, they got into an entanglement. Now like, your friend's banging your mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> this is legit like your worst nightmare scenario uh, from like a, a porn clip. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, that's another, that's another point I think people aren't talking about enough. It's kind of like, eh, this is a little creepy. Um, so, yeah, there's that. The last point I will say is, do you remember when, of course, everyone does, but let, let's take it back to when Kim Kardashian's sex tape dropped and people were like, oh my God, what is wrong with this person? Blah, blah, blah. Like she's, she's this, she's that. Um, Ray J is this, Ray J is that. Like there's all this hoopla going on, but the whole time, this was like a giant marketing ploy. It's like, let's get famous from the sex tape and then you, you can do what you want. And now she's almost like billionaire status. You know what I mean? She pulled the fast one on the world and she, and she did it so well without you even blinking. I would go to say, sorry. I just no, no, go, continue, continue. Yeah. I will go to, as far as saying, this is a similar situation. 
I think this is a giant marketing ploy, and I'll uh, and and I'll get to I'll get to why because they've been together for so long. They've went through everything, and on top of that, they're actually well known to be. I mean, they're act. They're in Hollywood, right? They're celebrities. I think there's no way that they didn't know about what the the two of them were doing. Maybe they didn't know who the people they were involved with, but if they were involved with other people, which there are a lot of rumors that they were, and they had like an open relationship type thing going on at certain points, there's no way they didn't know about this. And so for it to come up right now, and then for her to be like, oh, well, I guess I need to talk about this on my show, which is a huge uh, thing that's being watched on Facebook TV or Facebook uh, platform. It's kind of like these dots are connecting so conveniently for you. And I'm pretty sure um, they actually broke the record for most views on that conversation on the Facebook platform. So it's kind of like, I see what you guys did here. Like you guys stirred up this whole thing. You made the people want it and then you gave them what you want. And at the end of the day, you're all winning. And the last point in there is August is actually dropping a record or uh, an album. So it's kind of like he gets free publicity and these guys get free views for their show. That's an excellent point. I didn't even think about it from that perspective. Um, I have seen some segments of her like at the table um, and doing her, her thing. Um, but yeah, I never thought about it from, you know, the publicity standpoint, right? It's all it's, money, man. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to listen to that song when or album, when it drops, because <laughs> it's going to have some stupid stuff in there that I won't care about. I love Will Smith. Will Smith is like one of my, one of my favorite actors. I've watched almost every episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and I've seen a lot of Will Smith movies. Pursuit of Happiness is one of my favorite movies ever. Nice. And um, I was like, dude, like, I don't want to see Will hurting because Will's my boy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like me, me and Will are boys, even though he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> but that's why a lot of people, that's how a lot of people feel about Will Smith as well. They kind of feel like, yo, like, you can't do that to Will, blah, blah, blah. But I think I agree with you, but Will's probably done some stuff with some other women too. Um, but obviously, in Jada's perspective, it's something that's been put in the spotlight because of who this kid is. And I actually call him a kid because he's 27, Jada's 48. But hey, age is nothing but a yeah. number, right? So <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, he's our age. Hey. We got a shot, man. We got a I shot. Know. With Jada. I know. We all got a shot. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, they're going to be able to monetize this for sure. So um, it is what it is. This is Hollywood. People do stuff like this all the time. And there's people out there that are going to make a lot of money. When there's headlines, there's clicks, there's a lot of money to be made. Exactly. Exactly. So I think this is all a whole ploy. Um, just to get, it's something that they knew about for the whole, this whole time. And they figured, hey, let's put this out there and uh, cause some, stir up the pot. And then we can, we can laugh it all the way to the bank at the end of it. A hundred percent. So uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I think um, the, the segment on Red Table, I caught the, a, bit of it, a bit of it there where they ended. And Will Smith is kind of like, I'm going to get you back. And, and she was like, I think you've, you've, got, you've done that already. And <laughs> people have jumped on that. There's, I don't know if you've seen the rumors flying out of that, but they've picked clips from the Suicide Squad interviews. They pick, picked clips from um, interviews with the cast of Hancock. And they're like, you can tell that Will has way too much chemistry with Charlie Theron in Hancock and way too much chemistry with Margot Robbie. So it's like, that's maybe what she's talking about. 
at the end of the day, like these actors, like you're making out with these actresses, you're having sex scenes with them and stuff like that. Like there are human beings and like, I wouldn't be surprised if like they've had relationships outside of their work, you know? So, or entanglements outside of work. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, sometimes you can tell like the chemistry is a little too real for like nothing to be happening outside of, outside of the set. Right. So hundred percent. But yeah, I do remember Jada saying that to Will. Um, and like I said, I'm sure Will did get her back. So, um, and then some. And then some. <laughs> yeah, if I was a girl, I would be about Will. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's, the, that's my new favorite word, uh, entanglement. I'm going to use that for everything. Entanglement. <laughs> right? If, you know, next relationship, if I ever get caught cheating, um, entanglement. Those all <laughs> Entanglement. Hello, what can I say? <laughs> it works. It works. But yeah, man, thank you. I, I think this was, a, this was a fun conversation. I think it caused a lot of buzz around it. But at the end of the day, I think they're just, they're too smart for the masses. They definitely knew what they were doing. Um, 100%. So this is our segment on hot takes. Let us know what you guys thought. Um, obviously, let us know what you guys think of the idea of open relationships, whether you're on my side or on Asher's side or somewhere in between. And um, did you think Will and Jada Pinkett uh, planned this release uh, as a marketing ploy? Let us know in the comments. Thank you guys for listening and watching as always. You can look for us again next week with another episode. I'm not going to tell you what it's about, but it's going to be a little bit around the topic of karen so (laughs) look out for that one (laughs) don't get into into any uh entanglements with any karens yeah it's it's gonna be relating to entanglements and karen so we'll see (laughs) (laughs) take care guys have a great one all right see ya